Good afternoon and good evening. This is the Curious Anarchy podcast and uh, we're recording a Curious News today. It's going to be 10 minutes, 10 minutes flat. You're joined by wonderful and amazing hosts, myself, Jermaine, and the wonderful and amazing Mark. How are you, Mark? Jermaine, we're 24 seconds in and I want to say that um, pleasure to be with the best uh, pod co-host this side of uh, Jupiter or Mars, so I'm very happy with that. Uh, very, very happy. I want to do today a special, a Chilean election special, um, for a lot of different reasons. But a because it's a microcosm of what's going in the, on in the world today, and two for historical reasons. So, just want to set the background for you, and then we can have a little chat about it for five minutes. Um, in 1970, something, uh, Chile elected a socialist leader called. Allende and the army took umbrage to it. A lot of the regimes in South America were military regimes in the past and they couldn't stomach the idea of a socialist left-wing government in Chile. Ew, Ew. socialist. Ew. So a leader of the generals, Pinochet, um, he led an army that surrounded the civilian government in the palace and bombed it until they'd killed a number of people, including the president. And he took over, and he then was on a reign for a number of years as the military dictator of the country against the democratic wishes of the country. This was around, I can't remember, 73, 79, I can't remember exactly the dates now. It's all fake. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a close friend of Margaret Thatcher. When he was ill, she invited him to England ah. to convalesce. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Yep. And a lot of the governments in Latin America were funded by the uh, FBI, CIA, you know, in this covert operation, drugs and, 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 and weaponry. And it kept Pinochet in power and the fascists in power for a long time. Now, we're fast forwarding now to an amazing situation where you had a, I don't know how you describe it, almost like a conservative government, really, that was in charge for a number of years in Chile that had failed, econo- economically and politically failed. So there's there's been an election, and the two candidates, one is a student, uh, ex a sort of lawyer, ex student leader who's on uh, to the left. You know, he's a he's a left winger in the mm-hmm. nature of someone like Allende. His name is Boric. He's very popular amongst the young people, and you've got a right wing leader called Cast, who literally models himself on General Pinochet and on the Brazilian and on the Brazilian leader uh, Bonataro, you know, the one we talked about before. The choices are phenomenal. Huh? The, the options are phenomenal. Yeah. Unusual, but what, what, what is interesting is it, it does define the way the world is at the moment, how po- polarised both sides are at the moment. Mm. Um, so it's quite interesting. The, the right-wing guys talked about in coming into the country. Wow. He's an extreme right winger, so wow. in Latin America you can kind of get away with that stuff. The, the rule of democracy is very flimsy. You know, because they're so used to having military takeovers in, in Argentina, Brazil, Chile, etc. You know, it's it's not unusual. It's just for them. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So even if the left winger does win, there, w- there must be serious concerns that that could up- be upheld. 
democracy or left in the country. Uh, that's not to stop the people who are very democratic, but they're just so used to having their democratic will supp suppressed by the military rule. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so it's important in so many different ways that A, it's seen as a fair election, and B, that we can say at the moment the right is, is very much in the ascendance. A lot of right wing, really, really nasty regimes have become uh, order of the day. And it'd be interesting to see how this election pans out. It may well be that they win again. But if you don't, it'd be more interesting to see whether that starts to trend the other way. Because you and I spend a lot of time talking to young people and their view is very much against that sort of dictatorial, uh, patriarchal kind of thing. So mm -hmm. this is, this, for me, this is a, you know, if you, if you, we've talked about this before in, in our podcast, you look at your history, the Spanish Civil War was a pre-runner to the Second World War. So this could very easily be a pre-runner to the way elections, etc., go and, and uh, politics goes in the future. Because, you know, obviously a lot of the young Chileans are supporting this, this uh, student sort of activist, and, and a lot of the older, more conservative are supporting the right-wing guy. Mm. I wanted to get your views on it, because I thought it was too important to leave till during the week, and it doesn't matter of the result. I wanted to get your views, although there seems to be some clapping going in the background in your... It sounds a lot like... Um... <coughs> very much a parallel with what happened here in the UK, the whole sort of age or generational divide. Yes. Um, one generation leaning towards the right, the other generation leaning towards the left, but ultimately it's the generation leaning towards the left. I mean, don't forget you... You're going to be impacted by the changes and the, the in, what's imposed by... But it's also, it's also a class control. thing. You have a lot of middle-class Chileans wearing Make America Great sort of hats in the interviews last night. So um, clearly there's a knock-on effect to the whole Trump thing in America, to the middle-class, upper-class kind of Chileans, which there aren't many, but they're very vocal and they're very articulate, obviously, because most of them have, have had uh, you know, state and private education. Some have been educated in the UK, for example. So they, they're good at articulating to media because a lot of the poorer Chileans would struggle to speak in English. So, you know what I mean? It's easier to interview people who can give you a, a you know, 20-minute interview in, in, in English as, as good as their Spanish. Yeah. Um, so, it's not as quite as simple as, as young and old. It's also class, obviously. Mm -hmm. It goes without saying that if someone's advocating helping out the poor, the other person's saying, no, don't. Let's just dig trenches to stop immigrants coming in. You can see the, the battle lines are drawn, if you like. Yep. Your view on that? We've got three minutes left. Your view on that? I just gave my view on it, really. Um, it's it's such a shame that the world is going this way and, and that it's being so harshly divided um, across all of these different groups and variations of humanity. Um, you might want to just back up from the phone a bit. <laughs> I can oh, sorry. Am I too near? Sorry, I beg your pardon. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. No, I'm um, walking through very thick mud at the moment. Oh, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a bog I'm walking through. Yeah. So, uh, going back to what I was saying in terms of the, the, the parallels um, 
it's the same story all over the world. It's the same stories, just different variations, just different people, different mm-hmm. locations all over again. How is it that, as you were saying, that the air, that area of the world has been socialized into this idea that oppression and that militarization of, of government is acceptable is that that's just how they have lived so i guess it has been normalized by them but also yeah. also had our side of whatever affects and impacts us that's been normalized that yes. against yeah, yeah. Um, so you know people might say oh you know they're they're what, what was it that Trump said uh shithole countries and, and all of that kind of thing yeah but yeah yeah in reference to the global north and south not realizing how much we actually depend on those countries that are the producers. i mean I'm, I'm gonna bring another side into it because i've got to speak for the people who are my age who who have very um in some cases very sad stories and memories of of deaths of people that they they met who came to london to talk about the resistance to the pinochet regime you know i I can't ignore the historical aspect which is it's almost come full circle in in 50 years you know that we're now back to the stage where you've got the polemic between the left and the right and over poverty over over demands by things like the united states and the imf etc on these countries and uh, you know for me it's sad because it's like if, if we were talking suddenly about civil rights in America in the 60s and you're kind of talking the same arguments today, it's mm-hmm. the same thing with this about Chile. It's literally getting a time warp back to the 1970s. Literally doing the same thing. But mm-hmm. I can't go on more because we've only got 40, 30 seconds, 20 seconds. So <laughs> I'm just going to say, uh, everyone, I hope we have a positive outcome and that it remains peaceful and calm in that country. Um, and I hope we get the right solution, which is not the right. So... Um, I'm going to leave you with that. Have a have a happy Domingos. Buena Domingos. Have a great afternoon, evening, morning, or night, wherever you are in the world. Kimi Sanaki signing out. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs>